This is Off The Ball Breakfast. Ireland's sports breakfast show. Do we have spies to spy on the South Africans? I hope so. RG Spyman. That's hey, our guy on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> Subscribe to the Off The Ball Breakfast podcast on the Off The Ball app now. The Lunchtime Wrap. On Off The Ball. With Energia, proud sponsor of Irish Rugby. Think of the possibilities. It's Tuesday, the 19th of September. This is the Lunchtime Wrap and I'm Cameron Hill. Good afternoon. We start with football today and Republic of Ireland interim manager Eileen Gleeson says it's natural that there are varied opinions around the departure of Vera Pau. Diane Caldwell was critical of the former manager yesterday, stating that Ireland's success was in spite of Pau, not because of her. The girls in green play Northern Ireland in the Nations League at Lansdowne Road on Saturday, and Gleeson is doing her best to concentrate on that. Speaking to the media this morning, the former Glasgow City manager began by describing her pride at taking up the international role. I would say that I think this is a really privileged, privileged role to come into that women and girls football in Ireland is really growing at an exponential rate, that the team has huge potential, that the federation are offering all support. So I think it's quite a, you know, quite an attractive role for a manager to take up. And there's a great group of girls there. People have opinions, like we see players, the public, coaches, and this is what it is. So I would, you know, have no doubt that there'll be a lot of... uh, there'd be a lot of applicants for this role. And did you talk to the players about that when you came in about you know how they might be feeling after the last camp and thoughts and opinions or maybe even things that they struggled with and that they were like, okay, well, maybe this is a new management coming in and we can have this conversation and do things a little differently? Yeah, I mean, look, there's, not, there's no escaping the, the, the elephant in the room or what's gone on or the noise that's around the camp. So... We had a brief discussion on it, but the focus is on the performance in this in this Nations League campaign. The immediate focus is on Saturday. Introduction of new staff, ways we're moving forward. So that's where we've placed most of the emphasis and really, you know, having a positive vibe around the place. Do you have any sense that either her or any of the other senior players just wanted to get some of this stuff off their chest? Did you see how that was going? Yeah, look, it's players are going to express themselves all the time. We've all worked with players, so we know players have opinions, and, and rightly so. You know, it's their game, it's their performances, it's how they feel they want to move forward. So a player having an opinion is not a new thing and that's you know it's we're hearing plenty of opinions now so a player having one is not at odds with human nature the Champions League group stage kicks off tonight Champions Manchester City host Red Star Belgrade at the Etihad Stadium from 8 o'clock the other game in Group G is between Young Boys and Leipzig also at 8 o'clock Celtic play Feyenoord in Group E in the Netherlands Irish defender Liam Scales may line out for Celtic the other tie in that group sees Lazio face Atletico Madrid Newcastle are away to AC Milan in Group F from a quarter to six Paris Saint-Germain take on Borussia Dortmund in the other game in that group while in Group H it's Barcelona versus Royal Antwerp and Shakhtar Donetsk up against Porto. The Republic of Ireland may have to qualify for Euro 2028 even if they are co-hosts with England, Wales, Scotland and Northern Ireland. Only two places will be kept free according to a UEFA plan reported by the Times. If any of the five countries qualify, the next two spots will be filled by co-hosts. You're listening to the Lunchtime Wrap on Off The Ball with Energia, proud sponsor of Irish rugby. Think of the possibilities.
Now turning to rugby and after opening games in Bordeaux and Nantes, Ireland's World Cup journey now takes them to Paris, the setting for the rest of their games in the competition. Andy Farrell's side are preparing for a titanic Pool B clash with South Africa at the Stade de France on Saturday. The winner of that game will likely emerge as Pool B winners. Jerry Thorney and Gordon Darcy joined Joe Malloy to help set the scene on Monday Night Rugby. Thorney believes Ireland will be more than prepared for the physical threat that the Springboks will pose this weekend. I'm struggling to think of what the last time an Irish team got physically bullied like the All Blacks did in the quarterfinal four years ago in Japan. It just, it just doesn't seem to happen to an Andy Farrell team. Um, and I think the be- I think Ronan Keller's return is a real boost. Whether Dan Sheen's on the bench or Rob Herring, I think Ireland got probably the, the best um, depth at hooker of any team in the competition, particularly with Malcolm Marks, unfortunately for him, having missed out the rest of the tournament and Julian Marchand having gone injured for France. Like whoever is the third Irish hooker is probably the best third hooker in the World Cup at the moment, if it's Dan Sheen or Rob Herring. I think Kelleher being back is a real boost because I think the scrum is just that little bit better when Ronan Kelleher is there and he looked very fit and sharp and obviously being taken off at half time along with Tyke Furlan, even though Furlan had to go back on and Andrew Porter was a clear single, I thought anyway, that Kelleher will start against the box and Dan Sheen most probably, if he's right, I think will come on, will be employed off the bench, probably with, hopefully with Finley Beatham, there's no word on whether he did actually fail an HIA, whether he, what kind of protocols he has to go through and there was no update. They don't do Monday mo- updates anymore for some reason and Mike Cobb wasn't in a position to furnish us with any details when he spoke to the media yesterday, so it'll be tomorrow the earliest when we know about that. Um, Kilcoin, David Kilcoin looked pretty good when he came out today. He had a decent 40 minutes. That, that was encouraging. Um, Jack Conan might well come back into the mix this week. You'd think this might be a make or break week for Jack. If he's fit, I think he'd be on the bench along with Ian Henderson or Joe McCarthy. So there's a fair bit of oomph on that bench from an Irish point of view as well. Meanwhile, France have named their side for Thursday's Pool A game with Namibia. Jonathan Danty and Cyril Bai return from injury for the hosts, but number eight Gregory Aldrit is out due to a knee injury picked up in training yesterday. To Gaelic Games now, and Mickey Hart is going to become the new manager of the Derry Senior Footballers. Tyrone's former All-Ireland winning boss has been in charge of Louth for the last three years. Derry are the current Ulster champions and reached the All-Ireland semi-final this year. In horse racing, the Harvest Festival continues at Listowel today from five past two. Meanwhile, trainer Nicky Henderson has confirmed that his star horse, Constitution Hill, will be staying on over hurdles this season. The horse easily won the champion hurdle at Cheltenham back in March. And on this day in 2015, Japan pulled off one of the biggest upsets in Rugby World Cup history. Coached by Eddie Jones, the Brave Blossoms beat South Africa by 34 points to 32 in Brighton. Four years later, Japan hosted the tournament and made it to their first ever quarter-final following pool wins over Ireland and Scotland. They would face the Springboks yet again, but this time lost 26-3 in Tokyo to the eventual champions. That's all for Tuesday's Lunchtime Wrap. Keep up to date with the latest opinion, analysis and much more. Become a member today at offtheball.com forward slash join. Take care. The Lunchtime Wrap. On Off The Ball. With Energia, proud sponsor of Irish Rugby. Think of the possibilities.